0: Welcome back into the basement draft craft, people. It is Dan, it is JP. We have once again attempted to play golf and once again, I mean, failed kind of miserably. Who got the win? Okay, well, for those of you who understand how golf works, there's 18 holes. And apparently when you do well for the first nine, it doesn't matter if you do crap on the second nine. So yes, JP, you did win by three shots because I absolutely melted down on the back nine. I don't have a great excuse. It was cold. I wasn't hitting well, uh, any number of things wasn't all that cold. I was wearing shorts. You were wearing shorts, and everyone looked at you like you were a crazy person out there. It was hot. Well, hot being 50 degrees tops. And when we started, it was a cool 37. It was indeed, and yeah, was so nice. needless to say. Uh, those of you who take our advice for football and things like that, don't take our advice for wardrobe choices when it's almost freezing out. But today, you know, we usually do our kind of recap show and preview show as we go through the week, but we decided to spice it up and get a little frisky with this one. We're going to be doing... A mock draft, like a redraft mock draft for where teams are at right now and what players we think they should be taking, what we think they should be taking, not necessarily what we are trying to get in the minds of their GMs and stuff like that. Yeah, let's be no, honest, not what we think they're going to take. Well, so, we're smarter than the GMs anyways. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's well. why we do this. And, uh, and we'll do that in a little bit. But first things first, we do want to do one little piece of the preview. We were going to do a preview of college and pro games, but it's, uh, it's Saturday evening, so most of the college games are already done. So I guess we can preview the weeping and gnashing of teeth in Oklahoma after the destruction that happened. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers came back big for uh, Texas, but uh, we'll do a lot of that in the recap side of things. So we're going to kind of shelve the college talk for this week. But college football it might be done with most of their weekend. Pro football ready to start tomorrow morning at stupid o'clock for another London game, New York and Green Bay. We're not going to talk about that, though. Why don't you tell me, JP, about the game you're most looking forward to this week? For the NFL? Yeah. what's left? Well, I mean, come on
1: now. Let's be honest. My two favorite teams are playing one <laughs> another. Patriot Pat's making an appearance.
0: Yeah, of the super banked-up injured bowl. I mean, there's that, definitely. Detroit and New England playing in Foxborough with the old-school Patriot Pat logo at midfield. Which is- Super dope. Big fan of that. Yeah. However, they to bring it back? I love the Flying Elvis, mm-hmm. but Patriot, Patriot Pat. Pat's better. He's where it's at. Now the fun part about where it's at is Bailey Zappy will be starting this game. Who is which definitely is super out of cool school. too
1: because the Hilltoppers.
0: Right. They got a fun mascot as well with the, whatever fun. that thing is.
1: Might have to mascot draft someday. You gotta
0: love that thing. That uh, thing versus Patriot Pat. I don't know.
1: Outside it's, of that though, you know what else? I'm also looking forward yeah. to li- looking forward to them Cowboys.
0: <laughs> Cooper
1: Rush! You know why? Because <laughs> of
0: Cooper Rush, fire up chips. Right, but also. But also, they're playing the Rams, so they're my second favorite team. And remind everybody again, why is the team playing the Rams your second favorite team?
1: Because the Detroit Lions own their first-round pick.
0: Exactly. And so so we'll I that. personally think they should lose every <laughs> single
1: game, if possible. Obviously, they've already won two. Mm-hmm. But uh, didn't they have a tie, too, or something weird like that? No, they Not yet. didn't. They weren't one of the tie teams. They're two no. and two. there's still time. Yeah, they're two and two. So looking forward to the Cowboys. Also, kind of looking forward to the uh, Monday night game because if the Raiders go one and four, it's over. Yeah, you really realistically and they're realistically probably going to go one and four. They're not going to beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead.
0: Yeah, that's that's a tough place to play. There's no doubt about that. And when you think about their season is done. When you think about a team being one and four, it's not done. It's done. But you've got to go like nine and three the rest of the way. It is done. It's pretty much done. Yeah. And then you've got so all I, kinds. So with of that questions.
1: being said, I don't know why I'm looking forward to it. So let me rewind. I'm looking forward to my two favorite teams playing each other. I'm
0: also looking forward to the Cowboys mm-hmm. beating the Rams to help the Lions. Well, I'm looking forward, and I looked at a lot of the matchups this week, and there's a lot of those that are, like, there isn't, like, one of those marquee matchups, in my opinion, of really great team versus really great team. So the, the closest to that you're going to get, I think, in my opinion, is Cincinnati at Baltimore. Oh, so I just I picked I two
1: arbitrary games that are personal to me, and you picked yeah. the literal best game of the week.
0: Well, in my I defense, you picked the ones that were personal to me as well, because Chicago, Minnesota, no one cares about, except for Chicago, Minnesota people. No, I so, don't know if they even do. Exactly. And so Cincinnati at Baltimore is one of those games that's going to kind of con- give the early season indication. Of who's controlling the AFC North, and with the slow start Cincinnati had, is Joe Mixon going to show up? I would love him to for my fantasy football <laughs> team's sake. It's part really, of the reason I asked. It's honestly not Joe, just Joe Mixon; it's the entire Cincinnati offensive line that was supposed to be better this year. But they had two solid games in a row. They did. Well, okay. Right. I say solid, but they improved quite a bit. They did from the first two. And it's nice that to have a it wasn't 13 can... sacks. Right. It's nice like to have a bar you can knocked trip that down over. down by like 10. It. Right. But that's my point. It's like it, they're, they're not where they need to be yet, let's be honest. And so we'll see how that all works out for them. But again, Baltimore, another team that has had you know, some tough moments. Of course, that close loss to, uh, to Buffalo they just had last week when they, they made the calculated decision to go for it and then Lamar threw the pick, right? So it's one of those one of those games that has a lot of potential for where that's going to go. So we'll we'll get into all of that though on Tuesday when we do the recap of everything. So what we decided to do though, and supposed to just do a preview of NFL and just doing a preview of college was we're at the, about the quarter post, so to speak, through the season, which means mock draft time. A lot of other people throwing them out there. We want to throw ours out there. This is who we think are going to get picked based off who we would pick based off the current draft order. And what do we use today? Well, we use the Tankathon, which is literally
1: right. just the current NFL like league order
0: standings. Yeah, so. and Tankathon does a nice job of of putting things yeah. out there for you, so we can kind of categorize. It. And of course, the draft list we have now is probably going to change between now and then. Probably, it'll be teams. it'll be changed after tomorrow. Hey, you never know, right? But yeah, so there is zero percent <laughs> chance that draft order is not the same zero. After tomorrow. Just point zero, zero 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 it zero is one. Literally zero. Come on, the odds are always there, but it's not it's not <laughs> going to happen. So, but what is potentially going to happen is Houston. Might might be the first pick regardless because they're Facts. having a rough year. Facts. So we're going to start with Houston. Wait, but you're going to draft for your
1: respective teams. Sure, yes. I'm going to mm-hmm. draft
0: for my respective teams. Right. So it's the teams that we sort of watch as we're going so through the So Houston, for
1: example, is your pick. It's not
0: our pick or my pick. Right. It's literally your pick. Are you saying that so you can blame me if I make a dumb pick? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think I'm making a dumb pick at all for Houston because as much as Houston does need a quarterback and Davis Mills might not be the answer. Golly. They need more than that. You're already gonna wreck it and do the smart thing. They
1: need more than a quarterback, so they I need. Really wanted Will Anderson to be available for one
0: of my teams. They knew but Will you're Anderson gonna make Jr. a
1: smart pick and take him and not a quarterback.
0: Will Anderson Jr. first pick in the draft. Houston makes a much better choice than they did uh, back in the day when they made their first overall pick. Like was what uh, David Carr. That wasn't a good choice. Is there any reason to explain why you're taking
1: Will Anderson (laughs) Jr.? He's
0: really good. He rushes the passer well. They need edge rush help as well as everything else on that team, and the dude is the most complete player in the draft. Derek Thomas 2.0? Pretty much, yeah, as long as he lasts longer than Derek. Rest in peace, my man. Dang. Dude. I miss Derek. We love Derek Thomas. It was so tragic what happened to him, but that's why we want Will Anderson Jr. to last longer. Man. All right. Um, Carolina's up next. The newly-ish...
1: Acquired Carolina Panthers <laughs> for, for you, me, yeah, which I'm super stoked about. Mm-hmm. If only I could find a way to trade away the New York Giants. sorry, New Jersey. New. No. Slash New York. Not happening. Uh, but, yeah, Carolina Panthers, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit here, and I'm going to okay. put Bryce Young on their team and go Bama Bama for the first two pictures, which breaks my heart. <laughs> just
0: feeding into the Bama food. Yeah, I know.
1: Right? It is what it is. But here's the thing. That QB room is extremely crowded with a bunch of eh.
0: Oh, so much mediocrity.
1: Like, let's just get rid of all the eh.
0: <laughs> keep and one eh. You got to keep a back. Sure, eh. keep Matt Corral. All right, yeah. Matt. Keep Matt. him, brush
1: on get rid of Baker and Darnold and right. let somebody else figure out that mess. Because mm-hmm. right now you've got two – I can't even say it. You got two starting <laughs> quarterbacks, ish, which are two quarterbacks that could slash should start that you just don't feel good about.
0: It's one of those things that uh, just coaches get rid of both of them. Right. Go
1: Bryce Young, Matt Corral, there like you go. let's see what happens. And
0: it's something coaches have said for a long time: if you have two starting quarterbacks, you have none. Yes. So facts. there you are with that. All right. So Carolina takes Bryce Young. Not a huge surprise there. They're pretty ecstatic that he falls to them. I'm sure. So Vegas right now is the next team on the clock, which <laughs> may or may not change as of Monday night probably
1: will (laughs) it probably will but here's the thing with vegas
0: They need some things too i know i could go
1: i could go a lot of ways a lot of different ways with this Mm -hmm. pick i mean i think as we've covered the you know each each week with the raiders i've talked about them needing o-line i've talked Mm -hmm. about them needing edge rushers but it's edge rusher-ish, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it's got to be Jalen Carter because at this okay. point, you have to take the best. He's the best player available right now, in sure. my mind. He fits at need-ish, mm-hmm. but long story short, if you just look at the interior D lineman, I mean, Andrew Billings, mm-hmm. I mean, Bilal Nichols, <laughs> I mean, those, those guys aren't...
0: They're great gentlemen.
1: And, and you know, Jalen Carter can even kind of play on the outside because they, they run a... Sometimes they run like that four three, but it's right. really weird to talk about it because almost every team runs a three four four three, whatever you know. Everything these days but they can use it, another body. In it's the line. all hybrid, and I mean, like even if you go outside of the typical D lineman, like Chandler Chandler Jones mm-hmm. isn't exactly like working out. Cleveland <laughs> Farrell hasn't exactly worked. Okay,
0: the awkward. I'm going to sum it Ray. up
1: right here. Until this past week, Max Crosby was the only
0: person who had a sack for Fair. the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll Jalen Carter, move on. All right, well, moving on to Philadelphia, who is in this spot, not because Philadelphia has the fourth worst record in the NFL, but because of that tidy little trade that they did. So they are in a position where they would have loved Jalen Carter to fall to him. Didn't happen, so got to stick with the defensive line. Got to stick with your boy, Miles Murphy from Clemson.
1: How rude.
0: Not rude at all. Felt like full house right there. It's a great choice. Wow, our little Mary-Kate and Ashley. No, okay. it was Stephanie, wasn't it? Oh, it was Stephanie, right? Sorry, sorry, Jody Sweden, but uh, see, I know the names. I <laughs> should remember who said what. How right? do you know the real names? <laughs> what can I say? I grew up in that era, man, and may have had a little bit of a crush on her back when I was like twelve myself. So you know, you got you, know, you fit a lot of stuff in when you're when you're a child. Miles Murphy, those who were fitting in for Philly at the edge rusher spot, stop laughing right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to transition <laughs> Dude, back here. How do I? <laughs> how do you leave that unrecognized? <laughs> Well, on the off chance that we ever get to be a big enough deal to where people from Full House oh, who used to be on Full House are paying attention to it, Jody we'll have Sweden? her on the show. Is that her name? I believe so, yeah. We'll have her on the show. We'll have a laugh. But I don't think that's happening anytime soon. We may have a better chance of getting Miles Murphy on the show before. Huh? I know
1: it as Stephanie and DJ. It was DJ's name. DJ. DJ, yep. That was, uh, well, that was uh,
0: shoot, was that, uh, shoot, I can't Uh-ha! remember. So you're Cameron, not as weird as I Cand- thought. C- It was Candace Cameron. Not it was somebody else. K- K- football. We'll come back to that. Football. I'll come back to that because I'll get it. I do remember that the guy who played DJ's boyfriend was the du- 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 waste aladdin in the original aladdin for uh for disney so there you go yeah okay trivia night disney was on your top five list of or aladdin was on your top five list of disney movies come on it facts it's good stuff all right moving back to football miles Murphy, clemson to philly because they need some edge rushing help and because he's a really good edge rusher i, I mean that's yeah that's about it that was I can't a can tangent I <laughs> all right take Pittsburgh and get me uh, off this Easiest track.
1: pick of all time. This is one of the worst <laughs> offensive lines I've ever seen in my right. entire life. Peter Skaronsky, mm-hmm. Northwestern, plug and play. Mm-hmm. Please save Kenny Pickett Najee Harris. Oh, man. Like,
0: I'm feeling for Kenny well, already. I, I don't even know what else to go into. No, he's he's been solid. And I don't one need thing to about, go into the roster, nothing. Right. Put and in the there. one thing about Skaronsky is he, he's shown that he can play anywhere on the line pretty much like he's a yeah. tackle but he could also be a guard if you need him to be just get like, the guy in there put him in there he's going to help lock down you one got, of your decade. you got a franchise quarterback and running back for mm-hmm. the love of god <laughs> give him some room keep him upright all right next would be new england right now which is a bit surprising but that's oh, where that they're at squad. they're picking 6 right now
1: you know and this is extremely tough for me mm-hmm. extremely tough for me because me personally i'm pounding the table with the whole wide, new england needs some wide receivers mm-hmm. I think I've said it's their biggest need all four weeks so far. Love Jacoby Myers. Again, he's not a one. He's he's probably a capable two, but he's a really great slot wide mm-hmm. receiver. But outside of that, they've got absolutely nothing. But you look at this draft board, and you look at the wide receivers who are very mm-hmm. underwhelming this year.
0: They shouldn't let him start off well.
1: Um, I'm just going to do the Bill Belichick thing, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the defensive backs. Because it's in a, a need, and mm-hmm. it's the best player available-ish in my mind. But uh, okay. Keely
0: Ringo, Georgia. Ringo's a solid Gotta addition. Keely Ringo. Yeah, and New England needs help. New England yeah. needs help all over the roster McCourty
1: right now. is a safety. But, you know, Ringo might end up, he could probably play safety. Ringo can float. He definitely has
0: that position. He's going to be one of those weird hybrid things in the NFL. Well, and that's one of the things that I think teams are looking for is those guys are the weirdos hybrids. So that gets us to the seventh pick, which right now is our Detroit Lions. And here's the thing Detroit might need a quarterback. They might need a long term answer. They don't
1: need a quarterback from this year's draft. Yeah, I was was going to serve that up for you. Don't don't do this. We're not doing that. I agree. We're talking about a Week Four mock flipping draft. Don't throw that quarterback <laughs> nonsense on me,
0: especially not with the way that the Jerry especially through the first it.
1: four weeks, there, there's no quarterback in this draft that is better than Jared Goff.
0: Are you suggesting that maybe the Detroit Lions should focus on defense instead this year?
1: One, we're the <laughs> highest scoring team. In the league yep. now, albeit so the far. teams we played, yeah, so far only but four weeks in, we'll see if it finishes that mm-hmm. way. I highly doubt it, mm-hmm. especially with that, it seems like everybody's hurt,
0: right? But I'm just saying, quarterback is not.
1: The All name. I
0: know is this team's continued to prove me right by saying they are going to be appointment television for everybody because they are so good on offense and so bad on defense yes. that the games are interesting. So the, the frustrating part is, is they
1: desperately need, in my opinion, a linebacker
0: right to pair
1: with Rodrigo. <laughs> but I mean, You're I actually kinda somewhat believe Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes when mm-hmm. they say like we're we're not drafting that's a not linebacker where they focus, in the first round. Sure. So I, I do somewhat believe that, at least with the first pick. Mm-hmm. So that's out. And we were going now, back and I really thomas. think the biggest needs a D lineman, but right. I could also easily switch to safety now because Tracy Walker, <laughs> I mean Okuda Matata yeah. is looking a hell of a lot better coming back from the, the Achilles. But right. most people don't come back from it. And he
0: just his Achilles. True. So but
1: safety I, is probably the biggest need, but I don't think that's the way we should go.
0: Well, I also don't think safety, because uh, we've talked about this you know, off and on, well, we've been on the show and then off the show. I don't think there's a safety that, that can go that high from no. a draft capital standpoint. So you and if I, if Ringo were there, right, Ringo wouldn't be would, opposed would definitely be a decent pick. But since he's not there, you and I both kind of bantered about this before the show, and we both were thinking the yeah, same we, way.
1: And we're both picking Detroit together, right. We're Picking yep.
0: Green Bay Packers together. You, but yes, it's gross. So. I like how you colored the the sheet, by the way, making Green Bay brown. It was brown. It's very brown. For poop. <laughs> exactly. But Detroit is blue, and they won't be blue after this pick because we both think Brian Breezy's the right spot for them to go with Clemson. Uh, four weeks in, yes. Yeah. I mean, again, he's a 6'5". Something scares the pound, hell
1: out of me dude. about him. I just don't right. think
0: he's a safe pick Between now and the end of like, the season, that can make a huge difference.
1: Like If if that ended up being the pick in real life, like I'd – be nervous as all get out sure i understand. don't that. know why there's just something about him that just freaks me out
0: well and let's be honest when you look at the way that this board is is coming but you together, gotta do it i agree right. you gotta do it the way the board is coming together for for how we're doing things uh i would think that one of the other guys above him is going to be there because only one quarterback has okay. gone so far and you and i both know you and i both sit back and think teams shouldn't take quarterbacks as high as they always do and inevitably they will but since we're not predicting trades and randomness right now, we are going to move on dude, to the you're eighth pick. So you telling
1: me I could get Ringo or Murphy or Carter?
0: There's a chance. Hmm. I know, right? Hell, I'd even take Skaronsky. <laughs> I mean, Imagine plug him Kick, kick, you know, a out and just, you know, slot him in. Dude, they All kick Vitai out whether we take Skaronsky Look, or not. I like sorry, the dude, but sorry, I don't like the money. Yeah.
1: Look, my goodness. Don't you like are overpaid to hold down our bench in case a big gust of wind, <laughs> wind
0: comes through a dome of <laughs> four-field. Which, don't be wrong, he's good at that. But, so let's move on to pick eight right now, which is Washington. The Manders, the Commanders, You're whatever on you want to call them. You're a bit of terror right now, aren't I it? have got, I think, till the next Detroit pick at 16. So I'm just going to sit here, rip them out. You can give me your opinion whether or not you think they're good picks. Uh, Washington, we started out, and I'm going to go back to the well for them, even though it didn't end well last time for them, the last time they took a quarterback from the Ohio mm-hmm. State University. They're going to go C.J. Stroud here. I think they really look at where they're at have with to. who they've got. As much as I feel bad for Sam Howell. If you would have said,
1: you know, mm. dang. I was going to say, if you would have said anything other than quarterback, I might right. have chimed in and said, nah, you're crazy. I mean, but you know that Sam stuff. Howell was like my top QB right. in this
0: past draft.
1: Well, and Washington, So we can see what happens. Like, right. I'm
0: actually quite surprised Wentz is still playing. Well, Washington, right, exactly. Washington is not. A quarterback away from contending, but at this point, with the way the board's breaking down at eight, they would definitely take CJ Stroud or a giant trade for him, uh, depending on how that works out for them. Now, Seattle is the next team, and they might be pretty annoyed that Stroud just went at eight. Uh but again very, very annoyed they're gonna be. Right. But again, I also don't think that he would be there anyways. But since that's how the bro the board broke down, I don't see Seattle at this point pulling the trigger on somebody like Will Levis or one of the other quarterbacks. So,
1: See, and that's where I would disagree, because they're up again in a few picks, right?
0: Right, and that But do might you be, wait on a quarterback? Well, here's the thing. Do you wait on a quarterback? What we, if somebody leapfrogs you? Well, and that's where it gets fun. If we, <laughs> Excuse me. If we're projecting trades, it might be a different game. Like, it might be, okay, that's they're going to grab somebody right. else. I'll, I'll leave but it alone, because we're not looking, doing Looking And again, looking okay. at where okay. the teams are coming after them... It kind of makes sense for them to make this yeah, to make does. the move that I'll they're doing. That. So I've got them taking Isaiah Foxy, who's uh Fosky rather, who's a great edge rusher for Notre Dame because they need help there too. They need help pretty much all over that that uh, defense here and there, and the run defense wasn't great last week. So this is very much a spur, you know, in the moment sort of pick, but he is a solid edge rusher, a guy who's like two sixty five, two seventy, so he's got enough bulk to be able to hold down against the run as well as the pass. And give Seattle some options for where they can go on defense with that pass rush. Next team right now is Atlanta. Atlanta, annoyed because some of the guys they might have taken went in front of them. So they're going to go with the best edge rusher they can find because they also need help there. And that's going to be Nolan Smith from Georgia, who's probably about more like a 235, 240-pound guy. Who is one of those kind of hybrid guys who's going to play on the edge. He might be a bit more of an outside linebacker as opposed to an edge guy. He's probably a little light to be a defensive end necessarily but with the way teams do multiples and things like that now he's a really good addition and he's also done pretty well in pass coverage so far this year as well which Atlanta can use those pieces pretty much all over the team one of the reasons why I was comfortable with Seattle taking a uh, edge rusher at 9 was because of the two teams picking between them and them again at 12 is Houston just took a quarterback, or didn't take a quarterback with Will Anderson, but Houston, again, is more than a quarterback away from this. And given the way that Davis Mills has been playing so far and the way the team is probably trending, I think they're going to go to the Detroit model and take at least one more season once they see who they have versus who they can get at quarterback. And they're going to give a little bit of help to Davis Mills and that offense and draft a wide receiver. So what's crazy is rewinding
1: a bit, because uh-huh. to, to, you're on a bit of a terror there. i mm. give you a break to sip Appreciate that
0: it. Take a little um, – we got the uh, Founders Porter we're going with right now because yep, it is Porter season.
1: If it were me with Atlanta, uh-huh. I do agree with taking an address right here. So not super fussed about Nolan Smith at all. Sure. And sorry, Seattle, I skipped over you. But um, I could make maybe make a case for off- offensive tackle for Atlanta.
0: Sure. Because you, you've got mm-hmm. a
1: Drake London and Kyle Pitts. you got a Desmond Ritter who's coming in. you got all the skilled players on offense. Mm-hmm. You need to give them time. So a Broderick Jones or somebody from Georgia, I could make a possible case sure. for, but I, I'm.
0: So you're basically just just disagreeing with which Georgia player I picked.
1: And I don't know that I disagree <laughs> with it. I'm just trying to say that I agree with you know the way the the route with Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that with Atlanta specifically, I, I could make a argument sure. for a different position there.
0: Can we agree that is probably pretty good this year given the three players getting drafted in the top ten?
1: pretty darn good. <laughs> and I'll also agree with you. I'll just throw it out right now.
0: What did mm-hmm. you say for Houston? Well, Houston is what we're about to say. Wide like, out. And wide As out. Because if he did, um, on board. Right, exactly. And, unless, of Brandon and last,
1: but here's the problem.
0: Why wouldn't Houston take Will Levis right here? Well, and they could take him right here. But I, I, it really comes down to this is early in the season. I still don't think they've made the decision to move on from Davis Mills yet. And I think it's the same both so the you're lines. i saying
1: right. we're in four weeks, so I'm going to let it slide. Well, put it, put it this way. But that's four weeks. Four
0: weeks. Look by the end of, by the end of this season, the, the again the Houston Texans have flipped coaches. Now they're they with Levy Smith, who a lot of people don't really <laughs> think a is the answer. Fantastic white beard by the way. Oh, he's amazing. His beard is so much better than his coaching ability right now. I it love makes, Lovie. it. Like I
1: is it weird? I look forward to having like a like all white beard someday. I mean, admittedly, it's gonna be it's gonna
0: be glorious. If it doesn't end be up there. being white, I'm gonna die white. I mean, sure, and then just grow it out, and you can be you, know, you can be Santa alongside a It'll be great. But yeah, because of where that team is at and what they're doing right now, I feel like. They're still in the same, but like Detroit sitting back saying, No, mind you, their offense is better. Is like looking at who they have in Jared Goff versus who they have in everybody else who could come out. I really think Houston's doing the same thing. Is there a quarterback in this draft after Bryce Young, after CJ Stroud, that impresses us enough to move on from Davis Mills when we know we have more than just a quarterback? Will Levis, Will Levis, potentially. I'm going to leave Will Levis on the shelf right now. I'm going to give Houston Kayshawn Boute from Louisiana State, so LSU. And I know a lot of people are thinking, well, what about the Ninja? What about Jackson? Is he going to be the first wide receiver off the board? Right now, I disagree with him being the first wide receiver off the he's board. he's not the best wide receiver on his team. New no. For two seasons in a row now, he's been overshadowed by other guys. Uh, and so, I mean, last year he put up the numbers. He was just overshadowed. This year he's not even putting up the numbers because Marvin Harrison Jr. is going nuts. But we're going to give Kay Shambudi to uh, Houston and then move on to Seattle. And this is where Seattle is going to take a quarterback. They're going to take Will Levis. Because right, yeah, right now, I think uh, both of us agree, and I think a lot of people in the NFL agree, that Will Levis is one of the top three quarterbacks, however you rank him in there. Because some people think he's better than Stroud and Young as far as being NFL ready. Uh, other people think he's a, a tier below them. But he's probably the right fit for Seattle. They need somebody who can move the, who can move the football for them on the ground and also through the air just with the style of play that they like to do. And that gives them a quarterback they can build around as they rebuild, even though Pete Carroll's going to be like, I don't know, 75 by the time they're contending again. But Moving on to Baltimore. This is where Broderick Jones goes. I know he's one of your boys. Mm. And that's something that Baltimore needs, because right now they can't even run the ball. I,
1: you know, I can't argue that pick at all.
0: I know you like Broderick.
1: Actually, I already
0: probably would have had him yeah, gone. He would, he, had yeah, had I
1: been picking for Atlanta, <laughs> there, he's gone.
0: Right, which fair enough. He's I mean, a hometown guy pretty much. Here's what I can Come tell on. you. If if uh, if Nolan Smith was sitting there because Broderick had been taken, Baltimore would take him. But that's kind of how, again, the way things have played out and where I think those teams are, are thinking what they need to do. And, again, that's the fun part about doing this four weeks into the season because these are going to change. You know what else has happened? What's that? Your next pick with the Chargers, uh-huh. they just flipped over a table. Oh, Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they're super annoyed at what all has happened in front of them. And they would no
1: love to have Roderick Jones.
0: Well, and again, especially with the injuries they've had, though although they may have picked up some kind of, you know, obscure random unintentional diamond in the rough with uh, with what happened to them with with the injuries that they've had on their line, the fact that they stumbled into somebody like Jamari Sellier who might be a solid tackle as a sixth-round draft pick this year. I mean, that's a whole other story. and That's why we're doing this now. We'll do it again, obviously, down the road. And we're going to have these, like, posted so you guys can look back at these and laugh at who we thought was going to be a good pickup four weeks into the season versus the end of the year. But for right now, Will Levis goes to Seattle. Broderick Jones goes to Baltimore. The Chargers, super annoyed at what just happened in front of them. So they take one of the bigger flyers in the start of the first round, although we both like this guy. A lot of people maybe don't know about him. Andre Carter, an absolute mountain of a man on the D-line from Army. And he's one of those guys It's like 6'7", 270-plus pounds, can shift all over the line, definitely more of an edge guy, but can certainly play inside as well uh, for Army. And he is just somebody that uh, we're both looking forward to watching throughout the course of this year. You know I,
1: you know, I, you know, I love Carter. Yep. The only thing I would say is uh,
0: they might be tempted to take a peek at one of those linebackers. Potentially, and this is about where we could see a linebacker maybe start going. And while I do think that uh, that LA has a need on a couple different spots on their defense, uh, again, as, as good as the season started off for the Chargers, uh, I look at who they've got with Drew Tranquil, with uh, with Kenneth Murray and Khalil Mack. They've got uh, a lot of youth at that position. The one spot they could definitely use is, I mean, Kyle Van Noy right now is starting for the linebacker, and he's been all over the league, right? So they could use this, uh, some help there. But y'all look at everything else that they've got. Uh, they don't have a lineman on that team, starting lineman on that team that they've drafted, and so I feel like they've been piecemealing together that defensive line. And so having somebody like Carter there that can move around the lineup would be would be a good pickup. And again, that's part of the fun about doing this. Right now, we're allowed to disagree, but the Chargers are my team, so I'm taking them. Another team that's my team, Arizona. Well, we're both going to agree on what they need. They need a wideout. They need several wideouts.
1: Well, I don't know. I would agree. I would. Go a different position. for okay. Arizona.
0: Well, Hop's coming back at some point.
1: Hop's coming back, but well, we, we don't, know he's he's yeah, exactly. don't know what state he's going to be in exactly. So
0: I'm banking on Hop being back, but maybe not quite being back. I don't know if Hollywood's going to be who they expect him to be. So I'm giving Arizona the ninja. Jackson's missing. I might say I
1: would go a different route because, because you don't like him. Not a whole lot.
0: You don't. You don't like Ohio State. But no, here, here's what
1: I just wonder: this. hmm In this scenario, they're at what 15? Yeah. So we're Okay, so they're at 15. I just wonder what a Kingsbury offense, whatever that's supposed to look like. Ah. Who knows? Everybody talks about I'm a sure he Kingsbury knows what like. offense, and I'm still kind of waiting to <laughs> figure it out. Right. But could they could, in this situation, they would be the first team that could realistically maybe pull a trigger at a running back.
0: Sure. I don't think they will, though. I think that Kingsbury, in my, my opinion— Kingsbury. They shouldn't right. again, this is what we would do, and you know <laughs> me i like I think I've seen three running
1: backs in my entire life that right. I would have drafted in the first round because mm-hmm. that's just where I'm at well, with, it's also And I also the opportunity really cost very, very rarely would I ever take a wide receiver, a running sure. back, a tight end, anything like that Any offense it's basically I'm taking o lineman and a quarterback in the sure. first round. the rest is' all defense sure, and i and so I, I get and it. appreciate that no i'm I'm with you, wide receiver is a huge need for them most people don't see it as a need I do.
0: Right. And don't get me wrong. I, I think they could use some help on defense as well. So, I wouldn't I would not be opposed at all to him to go that route, but the where they where things are falling out on the board and what, what they've got to look at, I go Jackson Smith and Sheba and give them the ninja even though he hasn't had a good start to the season so far. I do think that he is somebody that teams are going to look at and think he's still got a lot of talent and they can unlock him. And Cliff Kingsbury is the kind of coach who believes he can make anybody better. So that moves us on to the last pick we're going to make before we take a little beer break because it's Detroit again, and why not? What are we doing with the Lions? This
1: is, as Quarterback? Easy, this is easy as pie. Quarterback. I'm going to throw a table just like the Arizona Cardinals or the Chargers did. Quarterback? No. <laughs> Go ahead. It's got to be the safety. Antonio Johnson, Texas a Wait, why are you throwing just a table? Just chilling here.
0: Who'd you want? No, you want
1: I was going to throw a table because you were. I thought you were going to make a case that we were going to take a quarterback. <laughs> and the yeah, no, Chargers we, we both in this situation threw a table because Bro Derek Jones went one pick prior to them. So sure,
0: fair. If if but Detroit I think... were to take a quarterback, <laughs> then I
1: probably would have lost my mind.
0: Yeah, I think we both agree that Detroit's At secondary. four weeks in right. We'll see what happens. Secondary or linebacker, the two spots. We've already decided that linebacker isn't but, something uh, that they yeah, do. Yeah. So. Secondary has got to be the the pick, and with no like top top tier corner there that we really like Antonio Johnson. Garrett Williams. Garrett Williams is good, mm. uh, but I do think Garrett. I think uh, Antonio Johnson fills more of a, a piece of need than than even Williams would. So, Here. so yeah, Antonio Johnson. Is everybody's beating up
1: on Amani Ouyar oh, Jeez, dude's upstairs. Oh yeah, because he had such a great year the past year, and he okay, and had we, a couple games in a row where he's just. You know, the goal's to get penalties for him, I guess. I Early season why. overreactions,
0: man. That's yeah. how the NFL works. It's how fans but I'm not work. about it. I'm not here for it. Which I appreciate considering I've seen you get a bit of a rational fan at times too, so I'm glad to see you. At times. Uh, see you weekend. managing that, right? Every weekend. <laughs> every time the Lions of the Patriots are playing. I still remember the uh, Super Bowl of the Patriots and the, the Falcons when they were down twenty eight three and you were ready to just like throw the T V and leave the room. Oh, and I watched so, it from the kitchen you did. and I couldn't sit down. Yep. Yeah. Everything. And I'll be honest with you, even though I said there's still a chance I didn't think there was much of a chance, but it worked out. Right. best football game I've ever seen there in There you life. go. So, Johnson, until the Lions make a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M going to Detroit. And we're going to take a little bit of pause right now because it's halftime. We like to do halftime on our show. And halftime means a beer break. And we were talking about what we're going to talk about with beer. I mean, we've gone through different different flights, ideas of ideas of this topic, that topic, these uh, different genres and things like that. But one of the things that we've wanted to talk about because it just happened to you, J.P., Is random beer stories of things that just like kind of took you by surprise and caught you off guard. And you just had one of those. Yeah, I I
1: just had one literally yesterday. But Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to, I was only going to share this one, but um, (laughs) now I'm going to share two stories. Oh, well, start. So, my bad. Start and roll. I'll start with the one that was yesterday. So. The We mentioned it mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. the Banana Nut French Toast by Oddside Ales. Spectacular. First of all, I think we called it a stout. 100% wrong. Whoops. It's definitely like a strong ale, if you will, like, no, like a you dark said, brown ale. It, doesn't, it doesn't, look doesn't look like a stout. No, it doesn't. It looks like apple cider Right. is what it looks like. But anyhow, we it loved it. Like it. We gave it a great review. Okay. So I, I go back because we just split the one can. Right. I go back and I, I'm like, you know what? I need to get more of these because it was delicious. <laughs> so I, I grab a four pack of it, and you know, then I'm like, oh no, there's another one by Oddshead that's here that you know got banana in it too, which is the whole reason I liked it. I have no <laughs> idea why. I'm a sucker for banana flavored things. Sure. So it's like I'm gonna try this one. It was a banana chocolate stout. This one's actually mm-hmm. a stout, and well. I'll be damned. It tasted good, didn't it? It tasted that tastes really good too. We'll a review less that banana. another day. A, yeah, a lot of a chocolate there, but it tastes exactly what it's named. It sure. tastes like a chocolate banana. But my goodness. <laughs> $54 for eight beers. <laughs> it was
0: like twenty seven and some change or something uh-huh. like that. For, for a four pack.
1: Yes. Whew.
0: That's six what seventy heck. something. Six seventy five a beer, son. It's outrageous. You've come a long way from the like, I could have bought rack. like a, a half gallon of Buffalo Trace. Ooh, that's actually a pretty good comparison.
1: I'll take the what half you gallon of have? Buffalo Trace.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, we talk about being draft crafts. And we talk about craft beer. We do talk about spirits and craft spirits as well. And while Buffalo Trace is a bit too big of a deal, maybe for us to be giving them too much love, I understand where you're coming from. I'm at $54 for that's eight a beers. My goodness.
1: Like, I almost fell over. Yeah. <laughs> <with the cash laughs> <catcher. laughs> But another quick story. So until today, so the two mm-hmm. weir- weird stories I'm sharing are the two most recent days of my life. Well, there you go. Today, Dan, had, and most people probably have never heard of a dirty rub. Right. I had no clue what you're it talking literally about. Literally sparked a weird conversation in the store as we're buying it. A
0: nice gentleman and was so confused and he's and like, dirt, dirt, he thought I said dirty rum. He was all about yeah. he's the he's dirty. Like, What's rum? a dirty rum? They're olives and rums. What, I mean, what drink is that? He basically wanted a rum <laughs> martini. Which hey, go for it, dude. You just go make one. Live your fella. best life, man. But long story short,
1: I truly don't know exactly how this unfolded when I was at the Founders Brewery. Mm-hmm. It was
0: probably. A decade or more <laughs> right. ago. Right, and that's Founders in Grand Rapids, which you never come to. Correct. I'm stuck going to Lansing Correct. all the time.
1: So what had <laughs> happened was, is there was some sort of thing that occurred where mm. it was either the changing of a keg, or somebody right. like started to fill a, a beer up, and it was it the probably, the, it pro- yeah. yeah, probably the changing of the keg, uh-huh. and then they went to fill it up and poured the wrong one. Sure. But anyhow, the point of it is, is one of the most famous beers, or at least one of my favorite beers, that founders has is the Dirty Bastard, right? The Scotch, Scotch Ale, Al. yeah. And then they also have one that I'm not such a big fan <laughs> of, a lot of other which is are. the Rubeus. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm saying that yeah. right? Because yeah. there's the little dots above the no, U Trubias, and yeah. weird stuff like that. I'm not say lot, it. yeah, yeah. It's a raspberry ale. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. Fun for one, maybe. Maybe half. Nah, not Maybe for... half of one. But anyhow. The point of this is, is at the brewery, what happened was, is they got it like a half and half-ish mixture. Okay. And somebody's like, whoa, what is this? What did you, this is not (laughs) what I ordered. And they're like, but Mm -hmm. wow, it's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. And somehow it just became like a thing. Like when I was there, like people were ordering it and then it just became this thing. They called it a dirty rub.
0: Because you get it. The Mm -hmm.
1: dirty bastard and the rubeus. Right. And all of a sudden the dirty rub was a thing. And then Mm -hmm. I've kind of carried that tradition on. And so we bought a six pack of... Dirty bastard and six pack of the dirty, and I called it dirty rub. Yeah, you are. Right? And yeah. poured them half and half, boom,
0: dirty rub. We did and it actually rub. works. Which, admittedly, is a better name than Bastard Bus. So I've fair. never mixed a beer with another beer in my entire life other than this. Now, see, that's the funny thing. I've actually done that because I used to do trivia at Grand Rapids Brewing Company. So, GRBC, which is a place in Grand Rapids, which, again, we talk about Michigan beer because we're Michigan people, but it's also because there's a lot of good beer. And in West Michigan, especially, there's like 85 breweries and distilleries. It's nuts. But we would do trivia most it's weeks nuts there. nuts
1: because they need more.
0: Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's right. what they just do. Uh, but there, most weeks, a group of friends and I would do trivia there and, talk about, and, and do the thing. And so you're drinking the beer but they don't cycle the beers through every week obviously it's months or a couple months or whatever which is totally understandable but it also meant that i tried all of the beers and i'm the kind of person where i want to try new stuff so i got to the point where i started mixing some of their beers together just to see what would happen and it's kind of fun sometimes with some of the stuff you can find at tap houses so that's that's our encouragement if you are out and about and you've got your place that you like to go to and the beer that you like to drink from the place that you like to go to maybe try experimenting if you've tried all the beers they've got Try mixing some together and see what happens. Or ask the bartender if they've tried mixing some together and see what happens. So that's kind of our, our little beer break for you today. Have some fun. Experiment with, well, let's be honest. Experiment with mixing beers because we don't want you to have to experiment with $54 for eight beers. So
1: yeah. Come on.
0: <laughs> i got to bring that up again. I'm just saying, you're, you have helped people not have the same experience. $54 with a beer. All right, let's jump back into the second half of our draft here. Again, we're doing the uh, our mock draft at the quarter post. And you're
1: still on your run. And I'm
0: still on my run because the New York Jets are up next, and the New York Jets need so much help in so many places. But the biggest one right now, because every man that plays offensive tackle for this team gets hurt, another offensive tackle. And so I'm going Paris Johnson Jr. from uh, the Poop State University of Ohio State. We got you'll have a little poop emoji on our, on our board and I love it. And again, great tackle very solid player. Yeah, exactly but again, we're going to poke fun on him because it's Ohio State. What are you going to do? Until they leave Ohio State, they get the poop emoji and then if they go from Ohio State to, you know, to Green Bay, that's just the worst possible combination. So, Paris Johnson goes there though because again, the, the Jets need to keep Zach Wilson upright they need to protect their, their passer, they need to open holes for the running game they need offensive line help it's Antonio Johnson. Or sorry, it's Paris Johnson Jr. Johnson's next to each other on the list. Guess what? Chicago's up next. I'm going another Johnson, Quentin Johnson from TCU. Dude, let me let go me ahead. Steal this. From Interject you
1: briefly, because you know the Horn Frogs are my squad.
0: You want to talk about how much you like Chicago?
1: No, no. <laughs> uh, what I want to talk about. is... Talk about your TCU boy. Well, I was convinced on the last episode. Well, I was. I was convinced prior to that, uh-huh. but. Yeah, I brought it up on the last episode. The Max Dugan, however you say mm-hmm. his name, did not like
0: Quentin Johnson. <laughs> did you see what my boy Q did today? I, I was just pulling that up because I wanted to be able to make a point. And again, like 14 so
1: grabs, 206 <laughs> yards, and a TD.
0: So, yeah, we're talking about this uh, at, like, what, 9 o'clock at night on a Saturday night, and TCU played Kansas today and beat them. its my God. A bit controversially, but that Hold doesn't on. change the fact TCU. that Quentin Johnson went off.
1: Oh, TCU completed 23 passes, Mm -hmm. 14 of them were my boy Q. That's a lot. The next receiver with the most receptions had two. What did he have coming into the game?
0: Did you see that? Negative seven. 12 for 114. He went 14 for 206 in this game, and the dude got open. Do you think Max was listening to the show? Maybe. Maybe. Tell you he's what, like,
1: oh, damn. <laughs> that's right. I do have a great wide receiver. we got Q's out there.
0: And one of the reasons why I took Quentin Johnson here for Chicago is there might be other wide receivers you might like more here and there, but Chicago needs a no- – Darnell Mooney's nice. They need a number one guy they can just throw the ball off to. the best
1: wide receiver in this draft
0: right now for me. Exactly, and that's one of the reasons why he went where he did uh, as opposed to somebody else he could taken down the road. But that ends my run, so please start talking. Who's up next? Miami, what do they got? You know, it's, hey – I've been saying the entire time they have no running
1: backs. I'm going to take the first wild take. Not wild for me. Robinson? Maybe a little bit for you. No. What are you doing? I'm going to do what the rest of the nation hasn't caught up to
0: yet. What? Blake Corum is the <laughs> best running back in this draft. You have been beating the drum for this guy. And, and I is... love
1: Bajon Robinson. So even <laughs> yeah. if they took Bajon,
0: that's fine. Right. Insert running back here. Mm-hmm. I'm putting Blake Corum. Well, because that's the thing about Corum. Is He's he a guy. Can catch... He can run. He's shifty. He's fast. He's a pinball. He's a pinball. He's fun to watch. Right. And most of all, he has the eye test.
1: Exactly. I the made guy the joke. Is just explosive when I watch him. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know how tall he is. I don't need to know how much <laughs> he weighs. I don't need to know his forty mm-hmm. time. All I goes,
0: good play. Right. That that checks out. Yeah, and he reminds me, I, I made this reference uh, uh, when we were talking about him earlier today when Michigan was playing. Uh, I think it was, it, it must have been John Grudner, whoever made the, the term for Doug Martin back in the day of calling a rolling ball of butcher knives. But that's basically, Blake Corum, is, he's not just a quick guy. He's not just someone to go in between the tackles. He's not just, he's a very complete running back, but he just hasn't been in a feature role until now. And so teams are still kind of catching on to him.
1: Which is perfect because he doesn't have all that wear and tear, exactly. dude, Which is literally. Like, all I look for, especially in a running back, is do they have the eye test and how much wear and tear do they have? Has right. the eye test, not a lot of wear and tear, put them on the team.
0: Winner. Miami's going to be very happy with him. Who does Tampa get?
1: T- this is another – my picks are so easy. <laughs> They're
0: so easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know. Assuming <laughs> this more roster issues.
1: rolls in like the same and Tommy's mm-hmm. still there. I saw some weird report about he's trying to buy the Dolphins and play for him for well, like a yeah, dollar. Been, that's and been a story for a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame. They do need some tight end help, he, right? Now, Tommy loves having tight ends. hmm And, they and don't have not, a tight end. Gronk's not coming back just nope. anytime soon. Put him there.
1: Michael sure. Mayer is one of the best players in the draft. He's the best tight going, end by far. Yeah. And we have him going all the way down at twenty to the mm-hmm. team that needs a tight end more than any other team in the league.
0: Yeah, Tampa's like we <laughs> over here in the corner, like really excited yeah. that this so that's worked I just, out for them. We can go ahead and move on. So moving on from him uh, to Indianapolis is a team that has some holes on, I mean, a couple different spots. You could say quarterback, but I think Matt Ryan still has a couple of seasons left in him. I think Indianapolis starts uh, with our little uh, – breaks the seal, if you will, on our linebackers, and they go Noah Sewell from Oregon, who hasn't Ooh, had a great start over to the year.
1: Simpson.
0: Hasn't had a great start to the year, I will admit. You don't even cover the Tigers. I do. But – You hate him. I don't Trent hate. Simpson. I do not at all. I would never hate a man of his stature. That would end poorly for me. I'm gonna call him. We hate him. <laughs> go for it. If we ever get him on the show, I will apologize to him and and stump for him to be taken ahead. You better call Noah else. Sewell to the, save you. See, the problem is <laughs> if I if I apologize to Trenton Simpson and say, hey, I think you should go ahead and Noah Sewell. Now I got Noah Sewell, who has a large brother who plays right down the road. You better call Penne That's, and Noah. I don't like where this is going. Banana, <laughs> you need a block for me, buddy. The good news is I think both Trenton Simpson and Noah Sewell will be first-round draft picks, so hopefully they'll get over it. But i take Sewell for I Oregon. I guarantee Trenton Simpson is going to be a first-round draft pick because I'm up next. Oh, well, all right. A little foreshadowing, but Noah Sewell from Oregon, the pick for Indianapolis because they do need somebody else in the middle. I mean, as Simpson, as, uh, Thompson, as much as he's been – or sorry, I'm all over the place Are with, you talking the, with my names. I don't know who I'm talking about, but I am talking – about the Colts, I'm talking about the linebacker situation, and I'm talking about the problem they have with with Shaquille Leonard, who's been hurt and in and out, uh, and it's just they need somebody else in that in that lineup as well. So I'm going with uh, a little bit of Noah Sewell right there, which I know you're sad about; he's not coming to Detroit, but he's probably not coming to Detroit anyways. So moving on, Cincinnati.
1: I love Logan Wilson. I mm-hmm. think he's a fantastic linebacker, but okay. he's
0: probably more
1: of a linebacker. Two ish, but sure. either way, in today's NFL, you gotta have two, right? Always. And you just left me at this point, the best linebacker in the draft. Ooh, okay, debatable. Put him down. Who? Oh. Trent Simpson. Yeah, I know. He, he likes wearing orange. It, I'm gonna keep him wearing orange. I mean, let's think about it. Offensively, this O-line, I don't know what to make of it yet. So sure. I'm not gonna They spent the money on it. They got a rookie in there. We'll see what happens because they got Lyle Collins mm-hmm. not playing the great greatest. Mm-hmm. Alex Kappa's starting to come around, the Cordell Volson. Sure, he's not doing anything incredible, but he's a rookie. Jonah Williams is finally healthy. They're getting it. Let's see what happens. They have probably the best trio of wide receivers in the league, at least the best trio that comes to mind. Let's be honest. They went out, to grab Hayden Hurst. We'll see what happens with Joe Mixon. They got Joe Burrow. Offensively, what I'm getting at is they need nothing. Right. So, take that to defense. I mean, I don't know. It just makes sense to me. Sure. The elite edge rushers have gone. You left me the best linebacker in the draft. <laughs> smallest Some of the linebacker top the DBs have gone. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Let's see. How, but he's okay. He maybe the smallest, but hey, I'm kidding. You got Logan smallest. Wilson right there too.
0: Right, he's not the smallest. He, he's he's, he's actually smalls, a good coverage but I'm just linebacker. Saying, you can hate on the man. No, I'm not calling. I'm only hating on him because I'm annoyed that uh, I'm uh, maybe it might end up back Tell running I'm your hater. Don't hate – Trenton Simpson, do not do not take it personally because you would squish me into a bug, and I don't appreciate that. All right, moving on to the next pick, Tennessee. That's your team, too. You had a little run here. Go for it.
1: I do have a little bit of a run. You know, Tennessee, I think, is the
0: hardest team. Because they need a wide receiver? <clears throat> <laughs> You're still sorry about A.J. Brown. This isn't even a team you care that much about. But tri- – Did you see today that Burks uh, went on the IR? Yeah, I'm feeling for him. I mean, it's tough. It's it's the accidents uh, injuries happen as well it's ter- still You tough, know, tough, Tennessee tough. should
1: have to forfeit this pick. Ah,
0: as punishment?
1: For doing the dumbest thing I've seen in a long time. Doing
0: people dirty. Yeah. I mean,
1: they could also use a tight end. Yeah, they could obviously mm-hmm. use a wide receiver, but none of these wide receivers have, like, blown me away. And
0: okay. Tennessee's Bold, right. driving me crazy. Crazy, but I'm gonna give an edge rusher BJ Ojulari. Yeah, that's a solid pick at this point. I think he's somebody that could easily go higher, depending on how things play out on the board. But definitely somebody that's gonna benefit them because Tennessee, if nothing else, can use a little bit of extra pass rush help to make it a little yeah. bit nicer on their offense. If nothing else,
1: I keep saying that's one of their biggest needs. But I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know. They, they I just feel like if they went out. They got Bud Dupree and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, I don't but. Know. They don't
0: have a whole lot else that they're working with. And no. I mean it is what it is, but the guys just haven't the guys that they've tried to draft and put in those places just haven't popped yet. So yeah. That's not a bad choice.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the best thing I have right now, other than it's just making me sick with this wide <laughs> receiving
0: room. Tough stuff, but hey, somebody <laughs> might still pop up. We've got a long, a long, long season ahead of us. What up for the Giants that you're trying to get rid of? The Giants. This was a pretty
1: easy slash hard one for me. Okay. Their biggest needs quarterback. There ain't okay. nobody, there's nobody there, no. So, well, there's just, plenty there, but none that you want to take. No,
0: absolutely. No. Nobody is going to be better than Daniel Jones. They right would now. have
1: been the team that jumped up and got ahead of that second Seattle yeah. pick to yeah. grab Will Levis. Is what would have happened, quite possibly. But
0: no trades, no. That didn't happen. So. And somehow they're in the back third of the draft, which I don't think is going to be the case by the end of the year. But right now they're 24. Go ahead. Yeah. So with that being said,
1: I'm I'm going to go to a guy we already previously mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him Garrett Williams.
0: Okay, well yeah, they can use that too.
1: I it's you look at I don't know. They got so many holes. You could really go <laughs> anywhere with me, but I'm just there's nobody back there. I mean, I get it. Julian Love finally's playing. Mm-hmm. He did okay. He's getting some tackles and Adoree Jackson's Okay, <laughs> they got Xavier McKinney, who they mm-hmm. recently drafted, but it's just I don't know. They need right. some DBs. In and he's my playing opinion. out. He's showing it's out. It's right not now. super killer need for mm-hmm. them because in the division they're in. I mean, I don't know. They got Cooper Rush in that division, ah, lighting it up. Sorry. just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they need someone to slow down Cooper, but right. they got holes all over. And I just really, really like Garrett Williams, so I'm gonna plug him there because mm-hmm. there's no quarterback he's playing well right now. He all is. right,
0: Jacksonville. Jacksonville. What are they up to? Man. Again,
1: <laughs> it's another team you could go a few directions with.
0: Well, because, again, uh, as much as Jacksonville will be sitting at 25 right now, I don't think they're one player away from the Super Bowl. So where do right. you want
1: to go? My my heart wants to say somewhere in the trenches. Okay. My heart wants to say D-line or offensive tackle or something like mm-hmm. that. But um, I just can't resist the temptation of potentially giving – Trevor Lawrence another weapon here, sure. so uh, I'm gonna go Jordan Addison from USA. Uh,
0: the guy that isn't as good as the other wide receivers, even though he was the best wide receiver in college football last year. Yeah, but big Q still okay. You give <laughs> you kidding.
1: give the Bears Jordan Addison. No. I'll happily
0: give Q <laughs> to, to Trevor I Lawrence. Know, no, there's a reason oh, why. Let's make a trade. No, there's a reason why Q went to the Bears because as much as Jordan Addison's awesome, he's also six foot tall. And who drafted Q? No, I didn't. No, 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 no. When we drafted
1: our teams, who drafted Q? Well, yeah, you definitely drafted Q. Oh, so why did you draft Q over Jordan Addison, who you drafted? Chicago, Chicago
0: needed six foot four guy, not a six foot six foot flat guy. All right then. No. Well, hey, (laughs) you know who's gonna be happy about this? Trevor
1: Lawrence. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be happy, but he'd, he'd rather have Q. So.
0: Well, he'd also rather stay upright, so as long as they can keep him standing, that's we don't true. have to go offensive line with that. But, yeah, Jordan Addison, great player, having another good season so far with, uh, with USC after the year he had last year with Kenny Pickett uh, at Pitt, who I'm sure Kenny Pickett would be ecstatic to have him too in Pittsburgh, but that uh, hasn't happened yet for them. So uh, let's move on to another pick in Buffalo, and Buffalo is a team that is relatively complete right now. When you look at the needs that they have, they don't have the holes that a lot of other teams do, hence why they're one of the better teams in the, in the NFL, but looking at where they're at and who they have and what they, they still need to address. You could go a couple different directions for them. I mean, I feel like they've, they've shored up a little bit of where they're at with the wide receiver room. And so I'm concerned about their secondary, just a little bit with who they have and who they could go towards. And so, because Garrett Williams just went, I got to go Cam Smith from South Carolina, who's a very solid corner and somebody that I think is going to really be somebody that they they can set it and forget it on that side of of the uh, the defense at some point. I mean, I'm not going to say he's going to do it tomorrow necessarily, but as 6 foot 188, he's the kind of guy who you can have as a lockdown corner on one side of your defense and then having him, you know, pairing opposite say uh depending on on who who comes out from the other side of things with With Dane Jackson and Kyrie Elam, if if Elam continues to progress the way he does, that now sort of takes off the pressure of that entire back of that defense. So that's kind of the direction with Buffalo. It would not surprise me uh, as the season progresses if they go a different direction or as we go a different direction with them depending on who shows out. Uh, But for right now, that's kind of the angle I want to take with them. What's Dallas up to? Dallas going on line, dude. They got two. Well,
1: well, they got one. (laughs) Cooper Rush.
0: Okay. Dallas yeah, is where are they going? Fire
1: up chips. They they got a, they're going online. Okay, it's a guy who I don't know if the rest of the nation's caught up with yet, but a Big Ten player, Jalen Duncan, out of Maryland.
0: Mm-hmm. You huge saw him. fan, right?
1: Huge fan. Just watched him play a couple weeks ago against Michigan as well, but mm. um, I I don't know. He didn't. Wouldn't say he had the greatest game by any means against sure. Michigan, but. Um, I think he's gonna be a first-round pick at the end of the day, and they need okay. an offensive tackle. There's no deep dive here for me. Mm-hmm. They've lost a, some talent on there. They've had some injuries, like. They, and Dallas has prided themselves. So, like I don't know Dallas without having a great offensive line. Sure. In my lifetime, like I only know Dallas of like, yep, they got the top
0: five O line. Right, because they put they, a lot of draft capital yeah, into it. and they do not right now. No. It's time to restock that shelf. Which, again, is another reason why uh Cooper Rush is is so impressive because he's been doing it behind a because Patrick a Robinson line. And so far has not gotten hurt, which is one step above Dak. So no offense to Dak. He's going to come back and take that job. But now we move on to the poop team, Green Bay. We have to talk mm. about them. And it's,
1: I hate this pick that we both agreed on, too. Uh,
0: it's what they need, and it's annoying that they're getting something decent. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably Get a better player than even
1: jalen duncan but mm-hmm. i just wanted to give dallas an offensive tackle specifically sure. but uh osiris torrance from Which florida is an awesome name yeah it, uh, there's a. I he, mean, he he's probably the best interior lineman in this draft at this point. point four weeks into the nfl sure. season you know five weeks into the college season he's in the conversation dude though, looks
0: legit <laughs> sure so And again, Green Bay needs help all over the place right now, especially though on offensive line, because if you're gonna to try to keep a thirty eight plus year old man upright and not ornery and wanting to leave your team, you've got to do something about that. And the guys that they have in the middle right now, Royce Newman, Josh Myers, John Runyon, just none of them are showing out as a guy that you expect to be able to just anchor that offensive just line. Just
1: imagine Osiris and A. J. Dillon just
0: No, oh, jeez, they oh. hurt humans. Yeah. People would not want to get in their way. And that's really sad because we don't want things to happen at Green Bay, but here we are. Kansas City's up next, and uh, they're probably annoyed with some of the picks in front of them because they could certainly use a little bit of help on the offensive line. They could use some help at wide receiver. They could use some help at a couple different spots. For a team that's playing as well as they are, they've got some areas where they can use a hand. And so after the way Frank Clark has started out the year, I'm going edge rusher. I'm going Felix. Felix Anudike Uzamoa from Kansas State. So we're just calling him FAU because it's way easier. But this dude is another one of those – you know, hyper-talented players who has, like, they've talked about him as being Gumby, basically, with the way that he bends and is able to get around the edge. And that's the type of player that Kansas City needs to be able to put pressure on players. Again, six four two fifty five, the kind of guy who you'd expect to be there. Now, again, it's it's still early in the season, so we'll see if he continues to play the way they expect him to. But I think it's a really good fit for them as a younger guy coming out. He's graded out really well the last couple of years, pro football focus, all that kind of stuff. So Felix goes to Kansas City and continues to make a good team stronger.
1: I got to say Kansas City is probably a little upset of the previous two picks because I could see them maybe going some O-line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Definitely Jalen possible. Duncan and Osiris. Mm.
0: Yeah. But, again, they're not going to be too upset about getting an impact pass rusher to pair with Karloftis and really lock down that defensive line. So, three picks left. Minnesota is somehow the third best team in the NFL right now record-wise.
1: It it hurts my soul (laughs) because Detroit had beat them.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. They won't be be picking here at the end of the year, I don't think. No.
1: But right now. But I did pick them to win the division, so it is making me look extremely smart.
0: (laughs) Well, right now where they're at and who they're picking,
1: what are they taking? Serious thing, there's a variety of directions the Vikings could go. I mean, I could see them going anywhere on the defense, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Sure. But I'm specifically going to target those DBs, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Is
0: that because other teams have? I Uh
1: love Patrick Peterson. Yeah, well, there's that. I love Patrick Peterson. Sure. I love Harrison Smith.
0: Sure. When those guys ne- get drafted?
1: Right. <laughs> Neither one of them are getting any younger. Um, I don't know how you feel about Cam Dantzler Sr., but...
0: He's young. you still got a chance. Yeah.
1: But I do love the Andrew Booth Jr. pick uh-huh. that they just recently had. Even though he's already hurt. <laughs> yeah, he is already hurt, which is part of the reason I'm just going to go ahead and make this pick. And I make this pick for t- two reasons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think there's a bit of a need there, but I'm going to say Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Okay. mostly because I think that Joey Porter could be a cornerback slash safety, right. whatever the hell you want to put him with somewhere him. Like in the put back him end. somewhere. Right. He can contribute. He sure. can come in. He can play. And he, he's just he's just a hell of a player, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And I think, quite frankly, at 30, he's a steal. So. No, he's a
0: great steal there. And, again, yeah. he's the kind of guy, whatever team takes him, can put him wherever they want to. So yeah. next up is Miami, so go Which ahead is, and pick for them. They can't. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Miami. I would love to Yee. pick for them.
1: Could they run up and just be like,
0: I picked! And then oh, see if yeah, Goodell see if they, go ahead and right? announces it. If he catches him off it. guard. Like, oh, that's right. You guys don't have a pick this year. Yee. Sorry, Miami. You said it, though. Yee. Right, exactly. So we're going to so skip over my that day one. day ends now. <laughs> Your day ends. My day ends with another... Philadelphia Eagles pick because right now they're the best team in football, according to the records at least. We'll see how that plays out as it's the year goes by.
1: not going to play out
0: that way. Well, I gave him one side of the, uh, the line last time with Miles Murphy as the edge rusher in the fourth pick. We're going to go to the other side of the line and give him Connor Beebe from Kansas State who is listed at either a tackle or a guard depending on where you look at and what you, what you do. But my point being he's is – He's probably going to be a center. Right. Wherever you want to put him, mm. he's going to be effective. On that line, and I think Philly can use some help on their offensive line to keep Jalen Hurts upright, continue to poke holes for that running game, and just push forward. So Connor Beebe is the pick that I would make right now uh, for Philadelphia with the way the rest of the board has broken down. And so that's kind of our take on where we think things are at right now, a quarter of the way into the season, which means there's so much more It'd be to be fantastic go. when we're four weeks from now if we do this again and it's just. Well, I mean, it won't be, it, won't wipe it a, clean. maybe not quite those sound effects, but close to it. There's definitely going to be a lot of chopping change between now and then. That's the fun. The reason why people pay attention to not just our podcast, but the NFL in general, the college football season in general, is to see who pops out and who's going to be some crazy great player. So, any parting thoughts for us, JP, before we uh, wrap up? Any more expensive beers you want to talk about? Let's Go cowboy! Why you gotta bring up the
1: beer? No, done, man.
0: <laughs> he just got up and walked away. And we're wrapping this up. Go get some bourbon, buddy, and we'll make this happen. We will catch you guys next week on Draft Draft.